Jai Dai Sitchitan Jai Anichananda Jai Advaita Chandra Jai Agorabhakta Vrinda Jai Dai Sitchitan Jai Anichananda Jai Advaita Chandra Jai Gorabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Anarpita charin chirat karuniyavatirna kalo samarpayitum Una tochvala rasam sabakti sriyam. Ari purat sundra juti kadamba sundipita. Sadari daya kandari spuratu sachinamana. May the Supreme Lord, who is known as the Sun, of Srimati Satchidevi, be transcendentally situated in the innermost chambers of your heart, resplendent with the radiance of molten gold. He has appeared in the age of Kali by causeless mercy to bestow what no incarnation has ever offered before, the most sublime and radiant mellow of devotional service, the mellow of conjugal love. So this is the fourth verse of the uh, 14 verses of, uh, of the opening of the Chaitanya Charitamrita. And uh, this first verse is a quotation from the Vidakta Madhva, Srila Rupa Goswami, um, a drama which is compiled by Srila Rupa Goswami. And it is the second verse in the Vidakta Manava. The first verse begins with, May the pastimes of Sri Krishna reduce the miseries existing in the material world and nullify all unwanted desires. Opening words of the Vidakta Manava. So, yes, this is the most amazing thing. Um, this Anarpita Charim Chirat verse uh, also um, corresponds with Rupa Goswami's Namo Mahavananyaya Krishna Prema Adayate Krishnaya Krishna Chaitanya Namana Gauratrisa Namaha. Uh, that Lord Chaitanya is most magnanimous and that he has freely distributed or was never distributed to before the topmost to the most fallen. And here it says the most sublime and radiant mellow of devotional service. So in this way, um, we are, um, I'll just look quickly at the, uh, Comments of Srila Prabhupada. Oh, something wrong. Um, no. Oh, 
Pitar Charim search. Now it's good. Here we are, three, four. So Krishna does Goswami. Krishna does Kavya's Goswami. <coughs> is, is describing a little bit in the next verses, verse five and six. Lord Krishna, the son of the king of Raja, is the supreme lord. He eternally enjoys transcendental pastimes in his eternal abode, Koloka, which includes Rajadam. Once in the day of Brahma, he descends through this world to manifest his transcendental pastimes. Text seven. We know that there are four ages, yugas, namely Satya Yuga, Treta, Dwapra, and Kali Yuga. These four constitute one Divya Yuga. Uh, so we're reading from chapter three, right? Uh, so text number eight. 71 Divya Yugas constitute one Manvantara. And then, uh, let's see. At the end of the Dwapara Yuga, of the 28th Divya Yuga, Lord Krishna appears on earth with the full paraphernalia of his eternal Vrajadam. And all the mellows are there, servitorship, servitude, dasya, friendship, sakya, parental affection, vatsalya, and conjugal love, shingar, the four transcendental mellows, rasas. By the devotees who cherish these four mellows, Lord Krishna is subdued. Absorbed in such transcendental love, Lord Sri Krishna enjoys in Braja with his devotees, servants, friends, parents, and conjugal lovers. Lord Krishna enjoys his transcendental pastimes as long as he wishes, and then he disappears. After disappearing, however, he thinks thus. And then text 14. For a long time, I have not bestowed unalloyed loving service to me upon the inhabitants of the world. Without such loving attachment, the existence of the material world is useless. It's quite something that Krishna does. <coughs> Uh, is describing here what Krishna is thinking. Um, that is not artificial, though. Krishna does, is, is a totally liberated soul, and therefore Krishna does, is an intimate associate of the Lord. And the Lord reveals to him so we are not like um, thinking, well, um, how is it that, that Krishna does? Oh. I hope you have heard me. Uh-huh. How is it that Krishna does is, uh, is knows what the Lord is thinking? No one said anything about the sound, so it should be okay. And, and then, speaking further, Krishna is speaking about uh, everywhere in the world, people worship me according to scriptural injunctions, but simply by following such regulative principles, one cannot attain the loving sentiments of the devotees in Vrajabhumi. Knowing my opulence as the whole world looks upon me with awe and, rever and veneration, 
but devotion made feeble by such reverence doesn't attract me. Hmm. So this is also very strong. And devotional service made feeble. It has been weakened by awe and reverence. It's no longer just uh, just out of out of love. There's also fear. Uh, yeah. It says Shutim Itre Bharatam Anje. Shutim Itre Smriti Itre Bharatam Anje Bajant Bhavita. Aham Brahma. So it is said that some are worshipping the Shruti, some are worship following the Smriti, some are following the Mahabharata, but they're all doing that out of fear. I am worshipping Nanda Maharaj because in the courtyard of his house the supreme supreme absolute truth is playing in the form of a cowherd boy. Oh, that is Raghupati Upajaya speaking. And it's an amazing description of, of spontaneous devotional service and how uh, devotional service um, mixed with reverence is, is recognizing the power of the Lord, the, the opulence of the Lord, um, unlike the sweetness of the Lord. Um, so it is Aishwarya versus Madhurya. And where Aishwarya is there, there is awe, there is an awe and reverence, there is an element of fear. Uh, and uh, just as I was reading the other day, that the love for the Father is always mixed with fear. Uh, that is when there's awe and reverence. But that is not the case in Vraja, because in Vraja, no one understands. Uh, no one understands that Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Arjuna is the example. When Arjuna saw the universal form, he was overwhelmed and shocked and by seeing that enormous form, and he realized that he had uh, been way too familiar, that he had treated Krishna like his friend, but actually now he saw Krishna's unlimited greatness. But he didn't, he could not really be comfortable with that form. And and finally asked the Lord to, to take again his original form. Yes. So then Arjuna's, when Vasudev and Devaki were released from the jail. Then they uh, they met Krishna and Balaram, but they, they didn't embrace them because they know they knew that they were the supreme personality of Godhead. So this is an example of the devotion made feeble by such reverence. Uh, if the residents of Vrindavan showed this unalloyed love to Krishna. Um, By performing such regulative devotional service in awe and, re and veneration, one may go to Vaikuntha and attain the four kinds of liberation. Mm -hmm. And then Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu decides to, I shall personally inaugurate the religion of the age, Nam Sankirtan, the congregational chanting of the holy name, 
I shall make the world dance in ecstasy, realizing the four mellows of loving devotional service. Um, and I shall accept the role of a devotee, and I shall teach devotional service by practicing it myself. So here we are seeing then the external purpose of the, or the external reasons for the appearance of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And then uh, in the next chapter, we get the internal reasons how Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself had the desire to relish the, uh, the mood of Srimata Radharani. And we'll get into that. So, but both of these purposes are, are perfect. Um, because in the external purpose, uh, the Lord is also is increasing the ecstasy is increasing the ocean of transcendental bliss, which I've described a few days ago. Chaitudarpanam marjanam mahabhavadvaknivapanam sriyakarevachandrika vidaranam vidavajuvini padujivanam anandam budivardanam pratipadam purnam ritasvadanam sarvatmasnapanam param vijayate sri krishna sankirtanam. This uh, Sankirtan is increasing the ocean of transcendental bliss, the Anandam Bhudivaradhanam. Uh, yes, that is a fact. Uh, all these devotees are entering into their original loving relationships with the Supreme Lord, and this way the ocean of transcendental bliss increases. Uh, increases. Uh, of course, in the next verse, uh, hmm, which, uh, oh, I must also read the Sanskrit, hold on, one minute. Radha Krishna Pranaya Vikriti Ladini Shakti Rasmat E Kutmanava Pibuvi Puradeya Bedam Gato To Chitanya kyam prakatam aduna tatayam chaikyamaptam radhabhava jutti suvalitam nomi krishna sarupam. The loving affairs of Sri Radha and Krishna are transcendental manifestation of the Lord's internal pleasure giving potency. Although Radha and Krishna are one in their identity, previously they separated themselves. Now, these two are transcendental, these two transcendental identities have again united in the form of Sri Krishna Chaitanya. I bow down to him, who has manifest himself with the sentiment and complexion of Srimatar Radharani, although he is Krishna himself. And then the next verse. Desiring to understand the glory of Radharani's love, the wonderful qualities in him that she alone relishes through her love and the happiness she feels when she realizes the sweetness of his love. The Supreme Lord Hari, richly endowed, endowed with her emotions, appeared from the womb of Srimati Satchi Devi as the moon appeared from the ocean. So we saw in uh, Adi 1.5 um, how Lord Chaitanya is has manifested himself 
with the sentiment and complexion of Simata Radharani, although he is Krishna himself. Now these two identities have again united in the form of Sri Krishna Chaitanya. Although Radha and Krishna won an identity previously, they separated themselves. I'm now reading it in reverse. The loving affairs of Sri Radha and Krishna are transcendental manifestation of the Lord's internal pleasure-given potency. So yes, um, now he has manifested himself with the sentiment and complexion of Srimata Radharani, although he is Krishna himself. And then here, um, breaking down the, uh, the sixth verse, there are three points. One, desiring to understand the glory of Radharani's love. Two, the wonderful qualities in him that she alone relishes through her love and the happiness she feels when she realizes the sweetness of his love. So, try and understand glories, Radharani. Um, taste, taste that love. Mm. And, and, and even look, what are the qualities in him that she is relishing in her love? These three things he wants to know. Okay, now we'll uh, read a little bit from um, from the four fifty five. Four fifty-five. Yep. Radha and Krishna are one and the same, but they have accept, assumed two bodies. Thus, they enjoyed each other, tasting the mellows of love. Now, to enjoy Rasa, they have appeared in one body as Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Therefore, I shall first delineate the position of Radha and Krishna from that. Description, the glory of Lord Chaitanya will be known. Srimadhi Radhika is the transformation of Krishna's love. She is his eternal, internal energy called Ladini. That Ladini energy gives Krishna pleasure and nourishes his devotees. Lord Krishna's body is eternal, sat, full of knowledge, shit, and full of ananda, bliss. His one spiritual energy manifests three forms. Ladini is his aspect of bliss, Sandini of eternal existence and some feet of cognizance which is also accepted as knowledge. O oh Lord, you are the support of everything. The three attributes, Ladini, Sandini, and Samvit, exist in you as one spiritual energy. But the material modes which cause happiness, misery, and mixtures of the two do not exist in you, for you have no material qualities. Vishnu Purana. The essential portion of the Sandini potency is Sudhasattva. Lord Krishna's existence rests upon it. Krishna's mother, father, abode, house, bedding, seats, and so on, are all transformations of Sudhasattva. Um, the condition of pure goodness, Sudhasattva, in which the Supreme Person you've got it is revealed without any covering, is called Vasudeva. In that pure state, 
the Supreme Godhead, who is beyond the material senses and is known as Vasudev, is perceived by my mind. The essence of the Samvit potency is knowledge that the Supreme Personality of Godhead is Lord Krishna. All other kinds of knowledge, such as the knowledge of Brahman, are its components. So this is all like serious understanding of the Tattva, of the Ladini Shakti. Mm. The essence of the Ladini potency is love of God. The essence of Love of God is emotion, bhav, and the ultimate development of emotion is mahabhav. So, mahabhav sarupsi radha takurani. The and Radharani is the embodiment of, of mahabhav. She is the repository of all good qualities and the crest jewel among the lovely concerts of Lord Krishna. So, no one, no one has the depth of love that Srimati Radharani has. And therefore, she alone can capture Krishna. When Krishna plays his flute, uh, then all the gopis who hear the sound of that flute are feeling that Krishna is calling them. Uh, and they all feel, as they hear that flute, that it is telling them, come, drop everything and come now to the forest. But when Srimati Radharani hears that flute, she hears something else. What she hears is, I am thinking of you alone. So in this way, Srimadhi um, Radharani is, is the, the one personality who can capture Krishna. Also, here is a verse quoted. Krishna Kaviraj Goswami again quotes the uh, the uh, Brahma Samhita. Ananda Chinmaya Rasa Pratibhavita Abhistabircha Yaivani Jara Urupataya Kalabi Goloka Evani Vasatya Bikalatma Bhutto Govindamadi Purusha Kavaham Badami. I worship Govinda, the prime of a Lord who resides in his own realm, Goloka, with Radha who resembles his own spiritual figure and who embodies the ecstatic potency, Ladini. Their companions are her confidants, who embody extensions of her bodily form and who are imbued and permitted with ever-blissful rasa. Brahma Sanita 537. Um, yeah. So Srimata Radharani is like the fountainhead of all these concerts of the Lord. So all the gopis, really. Radharani is the fountainhead, it is said. Just as the fountainhead, Lord Krishna is the cause of all incarnations, so Sri Radha is the cause of all these concerts. The goddesses of fortune are partial manifestations of Srimati Radhika, and the queens are reflections of her image. Well, there 
there's a lot more, but and each verse is is so nice that I feel like I could keep on reading it. But her worship, Aradhana, consists of fulfilling the desires of Lord Krishna. Therefore the Puranas call her Radhika. The name Radha is derived from the root word Aradhana, which means worship, to the personality who excels all in in worshipping Krishna may therefore be called Radhika, the greatest servitor. An Anaya Radhito Nunam Bhagavan Hiriswa Yanuvihaya Govinda Prituyam Yatra. Truly the personality of Godhead has been worshipped by her. Therefore, Lord Govinda, being pleased, has brought her to a lonely spot, leaving us all behind. The text is from Srimad Bhagavatam 10.30.28. Therefore, Radha is Paramadevata, the Supreme Goddess, and she's worshipable for everyone. She's the protectors of all, and she's the mother of the entire universe. I already explained the meaning of Sarvalaksi. Radhika is the original source of all the goddesses of fortune. So what can we say? Um, her, uh, her qualities are just extraordinary. She is Sarvakanti, which indicates that all beauty and lust rests in her body. Um, Kanti may also mean all the desires of Krishna. All the desires of Lord Krishna rest in Srimata Radharani. Srimata Radharani fulfills all the desires of Lord Krishna. This is the meaning of Sarvakanti. Lord Krishna enchants the world, but Sri Radha enchants even him. Therefore, she is the supreme goddess of all. So now we are obviously going into the, uh, yeah, we're discussing the inner, inner essence of Krishna consciousness. But this is what the Goswamis are teaching us. Um, the Goswamis, Gopi Bharta Padakamalayur Dasana Dasana Das, to be the, the servant of the servant of the, of, of the Gopis. Um, and uh, of the Gopi Bharta, of the protector, to, to um, so Radharani is then the Paramadevata. She is the uh, most worshipable of all the goddesses of fortune because no one, no one can match her love. Therefore, in the, the followers of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, um, as Raghunadas Goswami describes it, are pursuing Radhadasya um, to be the servant of Radharani, not the servant of Krishna. Because um, who can please Krishna more? Therefore, better assist Radharani than try and serve Krishna directly. Because when we assist Radharani in serving Krishna, she can please Krishna more. So this is the Adalila chapter 4 and it's an amazing chapter um, which uh, 
then uh, and that was explaining the fifth verse the loving affairs of see Radha and Krishna are transcendental manifestation of the Lord's internal pleasure-giving potency. And although Radha and Krishna are one in their identity, previously they separated themselves. Now these two transcendental identities have again united in the form of Sri Krishna Chaitanya. I bow down to him who has manifested himself with the sentiment and complexion of Sri Radharani, although he's Krishna himself. And then in Adi 6, Adi 1, 6, um, which is also coming up in text in chapter 4 and the confidential um, for 230 I said there are three reasons desiring to understand the glory of Radharani's love desiring to understand the wonderful qualities in him that she relishes and the, and the happiness she feels when she realizes the sweetness of his love hmm. So we quickly look at 4.230, a bit further. Just a moment. Nope, much further. eighty eight. So... 209, 26, almost there, 230. So that was the, the verse, desiring to understand the glory of Radharani's love, the wonderful qualities in him that she alone relishes through her love and the happiness she feels and she realizes the sweetness of his love. The Supreme Lord Hari, richly endowed with her emotions, appeared from the womb of Srimati Sachi Devi as the moon appeared from the ocean. All these con conclusions are unfit to disclose in public, but if they're not disclosed, no one will understand them. Therefore, I shall mention them, revealing only their essence, so that loving devotees will understand them, but fools will not. Anyone who is captured, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Lord Nichananda Puri in his heart, will become blissful by hearing all these transcendental conclusions. All these conclusions are like the newly grown twigs of a mango tree. They're always pleasing to the devotee who's in his way, resemble cuckoo birds. The camel-like non-devotees cannot enter into these topics. Therefore, there's spiritual jubilation in my heart. For fear of them, I do not wish to speak. <clears throat> For fear of them, I do not wish to speak, but if they do not understand, then what can be happier in all the three worlds? Yes. And then, once Lord Krishna considered within his heart, everyone says that I am complete bliss, full of rasas. All the world derives pleasure from me. Is there anyone who can give me pleasure? One who has a hundred times more qualities than me could give pleasure to my mind. One more qualified than me is impossible to find in the world, but in Radha alone, I feel the presence of one who can give me pleasure. Although my beauty defeats the beauty of 10 million cupids, although it's unequal and unsurpassed, although it gives pleasure to the three worlds, seeing Radharani gives pleasure to my eyes. The pressure of my transcendental flute 
attracts the three worlds, but my eyes are enchanted by the words of Simata Radharani. Although my body lends fragrance to the entire creation, the scent of Radharani's limbs captivates my mind and heart. Although the entire creation is full of different tastes because of me, I'm charmed by the nectarian taste of the lips of Simata Radharani. And although my touch is cooler than 10 million moons, I'm refreshed by the touch of Simati Radhika. So now we've entered into the, uh, um, the internal reasons for the appearance of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and, uh, and how much he is captured by Srimati Radharani and how much Radharani is captured by him. And now, now he is experiencing what she is experiencing. And that is, is something extraordinary. And in doing so, he is also showing, he is also showing everyone what love of God really is, what it means to worship Krishna. What Sarva Dharma Paritya actually means to actually abandon everything and surrender unto me. Now it becomes clear. Um, before, how could one understand? But now we're seeing uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself is acting out the, uh, the mood of Srimati Radharani. And uh, so in this way, in these verses, we're getting the internal and the external uh, reasons for the appearance of the Lord. And this is what Vande Sri Krishna Chaitanya Nichananda Sahurido. Uh, when, when Lord Chaitanya and Lord Nichananda appeared and with their effulgence light up everything and drive away the ocean of the darkness of, of, of Nessians, it is that effulgence uh, which is this unalloyed, unalloyed love and this Raja, Raja Prem, uh, that Raja Prem, which is, is just unconditional. And, uh, and they are both absorbed in that. So it means every fiber of one's existence. It means every single moment, uh, every single moment an offering to Krishna every aspect of life an offering to Krishna. Uh, no compromise, not part for Krishna, part for something else, everything for Krishna. And if that's not the case, then if not everything is offered to Krishna, then it is kaitava. If anything is held back, then we are cheating. We're cheating ourselves, we're cheating Krishna, and we're cheating others also. Uh, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, it's just, he is not cheating. He is everything, everything for Krishna. So that is the most, uh, the most amazing, the most amazing. And therefore, um, first we see that this love, Namamava uh, Ninyaya, it will be widely distributed everywhere to, to anyone and everyone. And then we see the quality of it. Uh, what is actually, what is this movement? 
what it is actually about. So sooner or later, uh, we must come to understand this unalloyed love of the residents of Vindavan. So Chaitanya Charitamrita is, uh, is discussing this from time to time. Uh, it discusses it uh, here in Adilila chapter 4. It discusses it in Madhya Lila chapter 8 in, in the Ramananda Samva, the discussion of between Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Ramananda Rai. It, it comes out around Ratiyatra, it comes out when the Lord goes to Vindavan, it comes out in the Antya Lila. It is the ongoing theme. Uh, the ongoing theme uh, is really that unalloyed love. And everything else is an expression of that. Uh, when we see the Prem Sankirtan of the of the associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, it carries that spirit of unalloyed love. When Mother Sachi cooks for Nimai, it carries that spirit of unalloyed love. When Maharaj Prataparuda uh, is no longer interested in his kingdom, uh, this lion amongst men, he is such a powerful king. Uh, today I was uh, having a quick look in the uh, in the Jagannath Vallabhanatak, which is uh, written by Ramananda Rai. Uh, and then uh, and just uh, mm -hmm. Hare Krishna. And in the beginning of the play, he's uh, King Prataparuda, by hearing whose name the Yavana king Sikandar hides in a cave. The king of Kerala sheds tears to see his own realm. The king of Gujarat thinks his capital a decaying jungle. And the king of, king of Bengal thinks his kingdom a boat tossed in a hurricane ocean whose great fame, massive as Mount Kala, sweet as a nectar. Sorry, I got kicked out, but I'm back. And uh, just a few things from the Jagannath Vallabha Nataka from Ramananda Roy. So it starts with uh, describing a little bit about Maharaj Prataparuda and what a personality Maharaj Prataparuda was. King Prataparuda, by hearing whose name, the Yavana king Sikandar hides in a cave. The king of Kerala sheds tears to see his own realm. The king of Gujarat thinks his capital a decaying jungle, and the king of Bengal thinks his kingdom a boat in a hurricane ocean whose great fame, massive as Mount Kailas, sweet as nectar moon, a double of the Himalayas, 
the ocean of milk, the autumn cloud and the celestial Ganges purifies the world, whose flowing rivers of charity bring happiness to the ocean and inspire it, on the pretext of great roaring waves to glorifying, whose continual Vedic sacrifices bind the hearts of the demigods and inspire them to disguise as deities, never to leave his courtyard. And it was a ferocious fire of death for enemy kings ordered me to write this plate about Lord Hari's lotus feet. So we see the king is purifying the world. He is uh, giving charity in abundance. He, he brings uh, he brings happiness. He is engaging in Vedic sacrifices uh, in this way. And he is very powerful and uh, a ferocious fire of death for enemy kings. Ordered me to write this play about Lord Hari's lotus feet. Uh, and then this play um, is, is an amazing play. Mm. It is a play about Vrindavan about the forest and about the intimate dealings of Krishna and the residents of Vrindavan. Oh, oh it begins, uh, it, it begins with uh, some funny interactions entering into the, uh, into the forest. Friend, Ratikandala, look at the beauty of Vrindavan forest. And then Vidusaka, oh friend. So it says Ratikandala seems to be a name of uh, of uh, Madhumango. Uh, have to look at that. I mean, Rati obviously is talking about great attachment. So, friend Rati Kandala, look, look at the beauty of the Vrindavan forest, Vidusika. Oh, friend, your Vrindavan forest is as beautiful as my dining room. Ah, in my dining room, there are sometimes sweet candies, sometimes mangoes, sometimes many foods cooked in fragrant ghee from the surabi cows, and sometimes cooked in rice. Mm. So in this way, uh, is, uh, he is Madhumango, who is always thinking of eating, sees the forest also as, as a place to eat, full of delicious fruits and tastes and so on. And that is his main interest, uh, of course. Um, Krishna has other interests. Uh, and then, uh, and then, of course, you know, oh. may this song written by the poet Ramananda Rai and charming Gajapati uh, Maharaj Prataparudha's heart day after day 
please the devotees, expert at tasting nectar. Friend, the cuckoo singing is very sweet. Vidusika, friend, your flute music is much sweeter. It's even sweeter than my singing. Please play your flute and I will sing along. Uh, as it pleases my friend, Krishna says, and he plays his flute. Uh, then Vidusika. And I've heard you play the flute. Now hear me sing. Then contorting his face and mouth, he sings with superlative ugliness. Uh, and so then looking at the treetops, he says, my singing and your flute music have defeated these low-class cuckoos and made them hide. If I were to sing again, they would fly away. Friend, are you not proud of our great accomplishment? Krishna, friend, look, look, some merciless person broke these new Ashoka twigs. That troubles my heart, Vidusika. Friend, I heard some low-class gopis are picking flowers here, making a joke. That is why you never leave Vrindavan. A voice from behind the scenes. Her ears drinking playful Krishna's flute music in Vrindavan and her great shyness now slackened, Radha eagerly goes to her friends. Radha's eyes move in all directions, as a lotus moving in a gentle breeze. Tortured by ever-increasing amorous desire, Radha enters the pastime forest. She walks with gentle, slow steps. She walks as a graceful elephant. I'm not sure what I'm losing here, but uh, I read a number of... And it was, I was reading... Yeah. Anyway, text 29, and I went to... Uh, Anyway, to, to, to text number, text number, uh, number 50 or something like that. So the point is, uh, what we are seeing is, we're describing, we're entering now into an intimate pastimes, was to that meeting. And also see a, a, a love for any to the unalloyed love of the residents of Vrindavan. And Maharaj Prataparuda is very much uh, the king, king in the pastimes of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is, is as a king uh, representing Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and who indirectly, as we heard, is accepted by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and because of his pure unalloyed devotion. And then is a Godia and places Tilak, Godia Tilak, on the, uh, on the dome of the Jagannath temple. Mm. Anyway, so in this way, Ramananda Rai uh, is, is very much elaborating on this, uh, on this internal 
purpose and that's why I took uh, Ramananda Rai as an example. And, uh, and maybe, I have to think about that, maybe I will continue a little bit with, uh, with Ramananda Rai. Um, but it will have to be after a few days because we are now, uh, it is the day before Nishringa Chaturdasi. So tomorrow I will, uh, I will, I will focus, I will temporarily table this discussion on the first 14 verses and, and go to, uh, to the discussion of Lord Nishringadev. I thank you once again, taking your leave and looking forward to meet you tomorrow on the Sringer Chaturdasi. Hare Krishna. I'm seeing all your names now. Hare Krishna, Tamal Krishna, Hare Krishna, Saki Vrinda, Hare Krishna, Jonathan. Okay. Tirumala, Anand Josi. Uh, you know, in harmony. I'm thanking you all uh, for being here. And Kiana uh, Samudra. Thank you all for spending time with me because, yeah, online is what we do. Hare Krishna.